0: Welcome to the perfume room. My scent of the day today is Commodity Oris. The re-founder of Commodity, Vicken Arslanian, personally sent me a bottle and I fucking lost my shit. Also, I posted a video about the entire thing on TikTok and one of the first comments I got was cursing was unnecessary. So if I've let you down, I am so fucking sorry. Anyway, as you know, I love Commodity and spoiler alert, Vicken is the first guest of the new year. But yeah, I love Commodity. I love the rebrand. I love Scent Space. I am with it, but I am also an Oris junkie and Commodity Oris was simply best in class. I easily have 30 Oris dominant fragrances in my collection and their Oris is top three for sure. If you're not familiar with the specific perfume or with the Oris note in general, I've tried to describe it to people. It's basically like, warm and waxy and chalky at the same time with just like a hint, like a little peak of sweetness that you can't quite put your finger on. And it's somewhere in between that waxy, sweet smell of lipstick and that chalky, slight sweetness that you would get in like a Pez candy or like a Necco candy. And I don't know why the idea of smelling waxy and chalky is so alluring to me, but it just is. I want to smell like a texture, And that is the texture. And at the end of the day, do we not all strive to smell like strawberry Pez candy? Just sit with that for a second. Also, fun fact, I have actually been to the Pez factory slash museum um, with my friend Courtney. Courtney, if you're listening to this, shout out. We, a few years ago, had this whole trip planned. And then our flight was just straight up canceled with no rescheduling. So we are like, all right, let's just like have a staycation. What is there to do in Connecticut? We Googled some stuff. And as it turns out, um, not a lot. All the guides were like, eat pizza and walk. And then when you're done walking, go to the Pez Museum in Orange, Connecticut. Iconic. So we did. And I would say that Commodity Oris, to sum up this whole tangent, smells like that factory plus some peaks of lipstick. And I just love it. Anyway, this feels like cruel and unusual punishment because this scent is in fact discontinued. Cough, cough. Uh, Anyone who works at Commodity listening to this, I think Oris should be the next Scent Space Edition. But if you're listening and this sounds appealing to you and you want to get into orris yourself, some fragrances that I think are similar to Commodity orris would be Centauri Thea, which we talk about in this episode, Atelier Silver Iris, Maison Margiela Lipstick On, although that one might be discontinued as well, and Carine Nitro Noir. Those are all fragrances with gorgeous orris notes. They're all a little bit different, but it's more of like a, if you like this, you will like that. My perfume juice of the day is on a new brand I just heard of called the Ninu, which is allegedly the world's first smart perfume that has 100 different fragrances that you can create using their AI powered smartphone app, all coming out of one bottle, kind of like those cartridge pens from our childhood where you could like push down on red, blue or black. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I have no idea what the price point is on this, but it's basically like you can have your entire fragrance wardrobe in one bottle, which is also great for the environment. And every day you can pick something different to wear. If you can't pick what you wanna wear, they can also help you based on your scent profile that you normally wear or what the weather is or time of day. Now, here's where I'm just like a little bit confused. So basically what is inside this cartridge is like three different complementing fragrances so what they're saying is like 100 possibilities is essentially just like how you blend and layer them so I'm like okay is this a little bit gimmicky because in some ways it's just like wow you can layer three different fragrances however you like like I would love to actually smell the difference if the only difference is like fragrance a has a concentration of 34% and tomorrow, Fragrance A has a concentration of 15. I'm like, is that super custom? Is that super different? I don't know. I am hoping to get the Ninu founders on a future episode because the whole idea is quite simply fascinating to me. Let's get on to today's guest because they are the ultimate Today, I am joined by the co-hosts of Fat Mascara, my favorite beauty podcast. We have Jessica Matlin and Jen Sullivan. Jess and Jen are true industry insiders. Jess has worked at W and Allure and is currently the beauty director at Harper's Bazaar. Jen has worked at Sephora, Cosmo Girl, Health, and Marie Claire, where she was most recently the beauty director as well. They are, on personal and professional levels, fragrance-obsessed, and you know what an honor and joy it is for me to chat with fellow fragrance lovers. My episode on Fat Mascara came out this past Friday, and it's episode 361, so if you haven't heard it already, you must. I'm finally in the hot seat sharing my own scent memories and hot takes, and it was just a great time. In today's episode, we discuss the evolution of the ever-secretive, highly-coveted Beauty Closet epic press gifts that they've received, how Jess also wore wild fragrances in middle school. They both tell me they're three for life. We officially coined the term Big Vag Energy, and surprise, it goes to Robert Piguet Fraka. And of course, we play Kill Fuck Mary, Baccarat Rouge, Santal 33, and Love Don't Be Shy. The results will amaze you. Here are Jen and Jess. Jessica and Jen, welcome to the Perfume Room. It is such a joy to have you on the podcast. We just did your episode. Now we're doing this one. It's like two hours of perfume talk. I'm very happy.
1: Not enough time.
0: Not Not enough. enough time. So
1: happy. We're big fans. We're
0: excited to be here. I'm a big fan. This is so fun. Okay, so you guys have a unique perspective that I have never had on the podcast before, which is that you are both beauty directors, beauty editors. You're very in the editorial world. And I would love to know what is the process of exploring fragrances from the
1: editorial side? Like, do, you, do brands reach out to you? Do you reach out to brands? Speaking for myself, Jessica here, brands reach out to us a lot, but I'm trying to make a point also to kind of scope out more brands myself when I have time because mm-hmm. a lot of the most interesting brands, as you know, don't have publicists on retainer. So we've got we've to work hard to find those interesting
2: fragrances and, and perfumers who are busy making the products and not working with PRs. Yeah. And my same when I'm writing about the fragrance, but when it's a fragrance story, I write a lot freelance. Now I'm no longer on staff at a magazine mm-hmm. and it'll be like, I had a theme once about like uh artificial intelligence in perfumery. Ooh. So then I was specifically looking for fragrance houses that were using AI and perfumes that were created with AI. So then I was reaching out, but I did do sort of like a mass blanket emailing to all the people in the industry that I knew. And I was like, does anybody know of perfumes with AI technology in them? So, um, it's a little bit of both. Both? Yeah.
0: What perfumes have AI
2: technology in them? Oh, that was it. Was super cool. There was a O Boticario is a I think it's Brazilian. They make fragrances, mm. and they developed two fragrances completely using AI. But then um, there's some like indie houses that let you like personalize using like these AI driven algorithms. Um, you can read about it in Elle magazine. I'll link the article <laughs> in the uh, description. Yeah, of the yeah, podcast. it's online. It's online. I think that was Amazing. like last year. I wrote that. Yeah.
0: My freshman year out of college, I interned at 17 Magazine. And I remember there was like the beauty closet, and there was like the beauty intern who like thought she like ruled the interns because she's like, you can't come in here. Or like she would like hand us like, wait, one what red year lo- is this?
2: What year is this, please?
0: Um, Let's see, 2010? 2010. Okay, so you
2: were in the Hearst Tower. Yeah. We were probably on an elevator together because I oh worked there like my whole life practically.
0: My favorite thing to do in the Hearst Tower was look at what people were wearing and guess what floor they were gonna get off at. Same literally I could always tell
2: sales versus editorial. That was the easiest.
0: A hundred percent. And I could always tell like Harper's versus good housekeeping, like versus 17. Seventeen was like Forever 21, rainbow, like like just big neon colors. Harper's was just like black. And good housekeeping was like yellow rain boots and like soft (laughs) florals. Like always. And then sales was just like a suit or whatever you know
2: (laughs) so yeah the beauty closet you remember it well huh
0: yeah so is that a real thing uh I mean I know there was one at 17 but like what is the process what are the what are the unspoken rules of the beauty closet um
1: (sighs) well right now our beauty closet is in shambles Uh, we actually just hired somebody um her first day was today uh our new beauty editor and I'm preparing her for the Harper's Bazaar beauty closet because I am like it's in a shameful state. I think she's going thinks she's walking into something really great and it's it's you know with the pandemic brands are sending the products to our homes versus mm-hmm you know, a closet. I know Jen has her, uh, her whole home is a beauty closet. She's
2: has a room that is like the fat mascara.
1: room? Yeah.
2: It's not like it used to be. It was, it was a full room. It's not a closet by the way, the big magazines, like shelves and shelves, it, it, a tiny Sephora.
1: It's funny because you mentioned interns, like, you know, bizarre. We don't, we, it was awesome. We had interns and, um, they kept things really orderly and, um, there was an amazing you know there still is an amazing amount of product that comes to magazines whether it comes to our homes or the actual office but things would be really you know methodically categorized and it was it was like a like a mini sephora but now um i would say it just doesn't have the same sort of like grandeur that you might remember but the product is still making its way into our hands whether it's coming to you know fm hq or you know Harper's Bazaar office or wherever it's going. FMHQ is my apartment, just so you know. (laughs) Great. I love it.
0: Official FMHQ. Um, Attention, Jennifer Sullivan. Um, (laughs) So with all that said, what is the best press package you've ever received? Like whether it was like presentation or just like something crazy or just like I will never forget this package.
2: I can tell you it wasn't a package, but I I got sent on press trips a lot. For fragrance launches,
0: what does and that entail? Oh my god! It entails
2: exactly what you. It's just it's magical. You get first class. I had never flown first class until you know I was working at Mary Claire, and mm-hmm. first class to France, mm-hmm. and then you get st- you get to stay at a fancy hotel. And like one of the best trips I went on was to Grasse, which oh, you know Jen. the center of it's it like, all. Yeah. I mean, Mary Claire was all about like world travel and like th- there were full page stories written about these things, but yes, they were free trips. And we got to go to where La Via Belle uh, Legere, I think it was like the, the light version was launching and they used this special iris route. And I got to go to the iris farm and learn what? about how they grew this and how they processed the bulbs. And then we went to the, I believe it was an IFF uh, fragrance and we got to go to the IFF Factory and so I mean talk about over the top I couldn't even put a money value on that like it's it's experiences Amazing. that you yeah. you you could not have without you know the company kind of footing the bill but they don't even open up these farms to like the public you know so priceless yeah priceless uh, I, yeah yeah wow and you just. I would say I would say similarly, like there's no,
1: there's no package that was sent to the office or, you know, gift card or anything that yeah. I'm going to like tell you about. It's, it's those things are not there. Well, the packages. I mean, Jen, and I could talk about that for nine years. Nobody yeah. wants a clunky, <laughs> dun- clunky, dunky package that's going straight into the bin. Nobody wants right. that. Um but these experiences-
2: She's you know, talking about like the packing materials. Like sometimes yeah. they put like a big old fiberglass thing around it to right. present you the perfume when all you really wanted was like Is the, the box of perfume. Right, right. yeah. yeah. Right. Eight
1: right. Layers, like eight layers of um, unrecyclable styrofoam. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> they, <laughs> and the plastic rose to represent the rose note and the fragrance. Um, right, no, right. Oh God, it ha- these things are th- these are real stories. We could do a whole show just on that. But no, like we um for I went with um Lev and Alina, the fresh founders, to um Esparta, Turkey, and Istanbul to understand the like you know why the rose is so important to their brand. It's it's like the whole foundation of one of their big collections. And you know, I saw how rose was harvested and it, it's that to go into the field at like dawn and then go with other some of my colleagues who like I really actually enjoyed like for like a week in Turkey with them that's insane I'll get a rub down in a hammam like in like a real like one of the most like historic sacred hammams in Turkey but like wow. really these incredible experiences that you know I've never been I've never like traveled like that like you know growing up and I'm probably never going to travel like that again certainly in that in that level of travel
0: right at least
1: not on my own dime, unless there is a really serious lifestyle change (laughs) i mean i mean the yeah crazy 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 access um not and it's again it's not just the hotel room or like the nice meal it's just the access to the farms the the spas the temples all that stuff so it's yeah it's been an incredible experience
0: and have you guys always been on the on the beauty beat? I have, yeah. yeah.
2: I actually started. Uh, I worked for Sephora before I got into magazines, so I was working on their website when it launched.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, we're going back a little. But what was the first fragrance you guys ever purchased?
2: Well, purchased, I don't remember, but I was gifted because I always asked. Or, yeah, for hat wore. Let's say wore. I think it might have been Electric Youth, and this is okay if you're familiar with Deborah Gibson, who was <laughs> Debbie Gibson back then. Mm-hmm. And it was like in this hot pink little glass jar with like a curly cue through the... It was probably a fruity floral. What does that even smell like? If I smelled it, I would know it immediately. But that was definitely one of my first, followed quickly by gingham probably from Bath and Body Works.
1: Gingham. What about you,
2: Jess? Yeah. What about you?
1: That was underrated. <laughs> gingham. I did like that. Bring it. that gingham. Yeah. Didn't that look like, a, like, it like jam? Remind me of like a jam jar. I think that
2: was like the vibe, yeah. like the country yeah. store vibe. Yeah. 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 Mm.
1: Um, they moved away from that pretty quickly, I feel like. Um, once yeah, they, they used to be like those
2: wooden crates
1: it and yeah. stuff all over the store. It used
0: to be like, and there was like that country apple and it was like the whole yeah. thing was like you feel like you're in like a cracker barrel or like yeah. a Yankee candle, but it's like bath
2: stuff. And then I remember they did Plumeria and I was like, oh, what's happening? Like yeah. Plumerias don't grow in Ohio. Yeah, yeah. they, they got rid
1: of that aesthetic like really quickly and I don't know like what happened. Um, that'd be interesting. So, I was laughing. If for anyone who hasn't listened to your episode, Emma, on ours, please do, because I was, you're, you have told a story about how you were wearing Creed throughout the halls. <laughs> I was
2: yeah. um, Creed,
1: Love, and White when you were a teenager, and how it was like, you know, kind of just a little uh, inappropriate, like, you know, not age appropriate. Yeah. Um, I wore wildly age inappropriate fragrances and God bless my parents that they just, they just really let me, they let me be me. They never mm-hmm. said anything about, you know, you're not like age age inappropriate stuff, unless it was very inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, but with like makeup and stuff, no. So when I was in eighth grade, there were two fragrances I bought and I don't know which came first. What one was, and I feel badly for Jen, because she's. I feel like an old married couple. She's, like, heard all these stories so many times. So, Jen, go go I'm make a charmed cup. by you always. Yeah, make, it, make a cup a of coffee. If you've got no. some emails to send, just, like, just, just <laughs> mute me. Just do them. Just I'll tap in Okay. you mute me, too, to Ready? fill in the
2: blanks in the story. Ready? Yeah.
1: I feel so badly for her sometimes. <laughs> okay. One was, okay, 13th birthday. I wanted to go to Soho shopping. We went to the Todd Oldham store, if you remember, you know, the designer Todd Oldham. And he had a fragrance, Todd Oldham. We bought Todd Oldham, which was a wild floral gourmand, heavy on the gourmand, um, but lots of amber and um, a lot lot of ambers, a lot of of ambers and spices Mm -hmm. Um, and just still amazing. And I remember stocking up on the TJ Maxx. They had like a ton of them when I was in high school and I bought them because they don't make that anymore, obviously. And the other one, and I think this was maybe it's a predated because maybe it was like in seventh Maybe seventh grade. I think this is seventh grade. For some reason, I was wild about Elizabeth Taylor passion. Oh, interesting. Okay, this was also another kind of incensey patchouli. This I think you could still get at like a CVS behind the glass. You know, like those <laughs> yeah glass counters. Yeah, they have like all the old Elizabeth
0: Ardens and Georgios yeah. and whatever's. Yeah,
1: they even and- have Shalimar. Yes, it, it. I would put it in that camp because it has a lot of the spices and the incenses and everything. And I was going to a lot of bar mitzvahs at the time. <laughs> I would douse myself, but I was also wearing it to like middle school in the morning. No one said, wow, me the teachers wow. probably thought, you know, a lot of the teachers were like not that nice sometimes. I'm sure they thought I was like a really like not well parented or something that I was wearing so much.
0: Like, you'd come in just smelling, like, patchouli and incense and, like, not doing <laughs> yeah. homework. Yes.
1: Yeah, I was just, I was just, like, doused myself in it.
0: Okay, yeah, I mean, you're ahead of your time, and I feel, like, a soul connection with that, so.
1: It was, I just thought it was beautiful. I didn't think, I yeah. wasn't trying to be, like, sexy. I just thought, like, this mm-hmm. is, this is who I am. Do you remember your peers <laughs> having a, having opinions on it? I had a very like-minded friend. My friend Melanie, if you're listening, shouts out and she also like liked these kind of fragrances, like and we would like look for these things, yeah, oh, Or we'd like look for like our moms to, like pass them down or like our gift with purchase, she didn't want this, or like she right. had an older sister, you know, like like we would seek these things out, right, so are you guys currently wearing anything right
2: now, and if so, what are you wearing? Oh, yeah, I'm always wearing something, and I looked actually because I was afraid to talk about it because it wasn't going to be out, but it comes out December 7th. Ooh. It's a new one from wow. Ellis Brooklyn.
1: Ooh. Okay.
2: You know that brand? Mm-hmm. It's called Apres. Ooh. And I think it's inspired by Ski, if you will. But it is putting me in all of the holiday mood. It has like juniper, kind of snowy juniper on the top. And then I think there are some gourmand notes in there, but I get bourbon from it. And I'm not usually into like a bourbon vanilla-y thing, Mm -hmm. but it just smells like, yeah, I just went skiing and there's still that snowy freshness because juniper to me smells like skiing sometimes, like an icy gin and tonic or, you know, that crystal-y snow smell. And then the bourbon's underneath it and somehow it really works together and it's delicious. That's
1: nice. That's good for a winter. That sounds great.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm giving us festive vibes. I love it. Jess, what are you wearing?
1: So I'm playing around with this brand that I like somebody told me about and it's called 06130. That's like the name. Uh, the, the brand is Parfum Zero Cent Trente. Okay. And they sent like a bunch of different samples to try out. But the one I like the best is called Mateo. Mm-hmm. The, brand, the bottles are very beautiful, but I'm playing with the sampler kit right now. Anyway, this one sent Mateo has I don't even know what notes are in it and I don't want to start fiddling around and looking at the notes now but the essence reminds me of like something very old fashioned and I think it's like the sand it's like a sandalwood mixed with this is a really crappy description but just stay with me go with it I'm with you I'm with are you ready yeah sandalwood okay because they're gonna hate this this brand I'm sorry but I love your fragrance <laughs> A lady wearing perfume in a fur coat, smoking cigarettes with like a little bit of little dustiness.
2: Oh, a dusty, oh, yeah. I love like that. You know what
1: I mean? But, like, yeah. but the perfume part is the biggest part. If there's a pie chart, but there's a little bit of smoky, the cigarettes is the smoky part. Mm-hmm.
2: And sandalwood has that dusty, yeah. like drying in the sun wood kind of smell. Yeah,
1: but the, but the perfume part is so good. And I know it's like, well, perfume, what, what, what's the perfume part? But mm-hmm. there's a powderiness and a sandalwood part and a smoky part that together it feels like old-timey perfume mm. smoker. Wow. Smoking perfume lady. <laughs> I wonder if there's like an orris note in there because I
0: find that sometimes that gives sort of like a musty book-like smell. Dusty, right? yeah. It, yeah. I'm gonna, I, I want to look it up
1: now because it's going to bother me.
0: I did Google that zip code while you were talking because I was like, what if it's like some bumblefuck town? And it's, What is it? The, It's the zip code for Grass. So I mean, you know, check it out. I didn't know that they had the same like zip code system we did. Is that stupid? Like I just assumed 06130 would be like somewhere in in America.
2: I didn't know either. I thought they were like postal codes and there was only like five digits. What do I know? Four digits. Hello, friend. Middle note is is oris Root. Citrus leaves. (gasps) Emma, your reputation is intact. You're a genius. Look at
1: that. Wow. Okay. Citrus leaves and alabanum is are the top notes. Middle note is orris root. Base notes are white musk and woody. woody that notes. sounds gorgeous.
2: Yeah, it it's does. Re- Mateo. I think
0: it's really nice. I'm an orris head, so that's why like I love oh. that musty, papery smell. And if yeah. someone ever says it, I'm like, there's gotta be or Another orris note that's like super like chalky and papery and like chalky. I just, chalky. Yeah. chalky. That's a great word. Yeah. That I'm loving. Um, I just got a sample of this from Lucky Scent, and it's. I'm not familiar with the brand at all. The brand is called Centauri. Centauri. I don't know if I'm mispronouncing it. And the fragrance is called Anthea. And it was like the perfect sparkly, earthy, sweet. Like, I don't
2: know. I just love it. You guys, Anthea and Mateo need to get together.
0: Uh, Yeah, that sounds like a wedding of like a very Mm -hmm. cool couple that you have. Like, you know, like, oh, tonight we celebrate Mateo and Anthea. (laughs) They met met at Burning Man. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's so funny.
0: Do you guys have signature scents? And what are your thoughts on signature scents?
2: I love when other people have them. Like there's a, you know, the and then you smell them and you're like, that's so and so, but I am so far from that person because mm-hmm. I have so many fragrances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I
1: can't I I would love to be that person, but I just like I think my with my job, I can't. I think I think if I am not like in this industry at some point. I might be forced to have a signature scent because I like, I'll be like, oh, I guess I'm wearing this now because I love right. it and I'm not like shopping around so much. Like, right. I like, it's not like, like I love my fragrances so much. I think I would be satisfied with what I have. Mm-hmm. Does, does that make sense? Like, I, yeah, I think like I'm not such a crazy obsessor where I'm like, oh, I need more, I need more, I need more. Like, I'm very happy with my collection. Mm-hmm. But with my job, I have this amazing ability to like, keep meeting new perfumers and people and why would I like be like no I'm good with my one scent you know
0: this is what I do for a living but like I will pass on um your fragrance thank you yeah (laughs) yeah yeah
1: I hear that but I'm not like compulsive by by nature you know with that said what are you guys
0: reaching for most like in the last week
2: I keep putting on dear Polly this week for some reason Mm -hmm. it's from Wilhelm Mm Parfumery sorry I have my collection here sorry if it's making noise It's winter. Like I think in the winter, I get I get cozy. It just got cold here in New York. Yeah, and like I'm the cozy, enveloping, incensey, woodsy, foresty, wrapped in a cashmere blanket kind of sense are are my vibe these days. And this Mm -hmm. one has all of that goodness in it. So
1: yeah, that's a good one. It's very woody. This one, yeah. Um, I'm reaching for like more of those kind of. You mentioned. On our show, like um, you like the Erin Evening Rose, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm turning up the dial on the formality a little bit because my wardrobe is still extremely casual. Like Mm -hmm. I'm wearing leggings, T-shirts like um, I'm normally in like a hoodie. Like so I'm just like something's got to give. So at least I'm turning the, the fragrances up a little bit.
0: That's interesting because I noticed how chic you looked. Like, I joined this this call and I was like, I'm fully wearing, like, a boy's sweatshirt. And you had, a, you had like, a
2: fur... I li-
1: li- this is, like, it's a faux. Card- it's it's faux. faux. I'm wearing ai t- I only said that t-shirt. not, like, to make
2: cheap in her, but because Jeff <laughs> is very passionate about animal rights. So I wanted to make sure everybody knew it was faux. <laughs> oh, my God. You're so funny. <laughs> it sounded like an insult, but it was actually, like, um, being proud of you. She's for wearing
1: fake fur, Emma. <laughs> fake fur. I'm wearing a fake fur cardigan. And I'm wearing... Yeah. Leggings and a t-shirt that like yeah. normally, I it's only because um I had like meetings all day, but normally I'm wearing a hoodie and a, a leggings and it's just a constant rotation of hoodie leggings, hoodie leggings. And it's like, okay. I, f- I feel
0: that. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean fully wearing a grout fit right now. So I- What's a grout re- fit? You know, just like a gray outfit, like just like oh. sweats on sweats and- it's kind of, kind of soft closures, soft, soft closures, yeah. no zippers, soft closure. <laughs> the holidays are a mere 10 days away. Now you can show your loved ones you care with a new gift from Emma's fragrance gift giving guide. Thank you. That'll be all my voiceover work for today. I'm going to give you guys some examples of what you'll find on this elusive guide. This guide's not elusive because I talk about it in every episode, but here we go. I am currently on the fragrance gifts by person and I have selected is a shame to love Santal 33, but does, but wants to branch out. My recommendations for that person would be and in order from least expensive to most because I have done the work. Nemat Sandalwood, which is $13 currently on sale. Commodity Book Silver, which I have a code for that gets you 10% off. BDK Gris Charnel panhaligon's halfetti and Amouage meander let's do another someone who wants all rose everything or has a full boudoir in their bedroom erin evening rose by rose noir killian roses on ice erin rose de Grasse, or frederick mal portrait of a lady you can find all this and more in the fragrance gift giving guide let's get back to the episode is there a fragrance that, you know, I know you guys asked me this question, but I also am curious, a fragrance that is very affordable that you guys think smells absolutely luxurious or like conversely, a fragrance that's super luxurious that you're like, mm, what's the
2: height? Oh, super affordable. And I always go back to it. I'm never going to not love the Body Shop's white musk.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't do you wrong. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm going to say the same thing. My. Um, oh. Yeah. No. And I don't. Can I copy you? I'm a but real life example. My friend Jenny. Um. Not. Not. Not this Jenny. But she always. She's one of the best smelling people I know. And it's just really
2: like religious with white musk. And every time I'm like, smell good white musk. And she's like, yeah, yeah. white musk. Wow. Oh, you know what else is good? Um. There's this like knee, knee mat, and it has like almost like a Taj Mahal shaped top. Yeah. And they sell them at like Ulta and like sometimes Whole Foods. Yeah. And they have an amber. I love that like, one. Yeah. It's great. I know. But it's like 16 bucks, I think, mm-hmm. for the fragrance. And it uh, it's like a little bit of that hippie store vibe. It's like a skin amber kind of musky hippie store vibe.
0: Yeah. You know. Yeah. I feel like it's a good alternative. Like there are so many like little like cult oils that retail for like Sixty to ninety dollars in like small roll-on form, and this is to me like the same thing, but costs under twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Am I saying
2: that right? Nemat. So Nemat. I have been saying Nemat,
0: but I don't have confirmation. If anyone's listening and you do know for sure what the answer is, I'm very open to correction. So let me know. But I don't know. If you guys had to pick, with this said, I know you just talked about how you don't have signature sense, but like, if you have to pick three for life. Okay. Oh. And you want to have like versatility in them, or maybe you don't, maybe that's not important to you. What are the three that you're grabbing like right now?
2: Oh my God. Jess, do you want me to go while you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm having a panic. I'm not going to panic because I'm ready. Um, <laughs> Japanese agarwood. I don't know if they still make it. It's, Dustin Hoffman's wife makes perfume. Lisa Hoffman. I don't know if they make this anymore. And Japanese Agarwood. I have one bottle left. I don't think they make it anymore. And it is, it smells like a Japanese forest. And there's like a cypressy, woodsy note. But it's really fresh. Hmm. Like you can wear it and like it's just an everyday easy fragrance. Mm -hmm. And then... The other one would be Dawn Spencer Hurwitz. She's a perfumer, a niche perfumer, and she does this thing called Formula X. Mm -hmm. And she does it with her private clients and it shows her how their skin pulls. So she'll put this on them and smell and it'll be like, oh, you you make sense smell muskier. You make sense smell greener. You know how different people have a different chemistry? Yeah. So this was her tester fragrance that she used to always use with her private clients. And then private clients started asking for it because they just wanted the Formula X by itself. Oh my gosh. And... um, um, this is the, this is not fresh at all. It's very, um, amber and galoxone like that, that white musk molecule. It's just like a skin scent, mm-hmm. but it really like your own scent sort of like turns it up and reads a different way. Hmm. So I think I would, I think I would say those two and I don't, and now I can't find a third one. So.
1: Okay. We'll take two. I guess I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Take two.
2: Jess, what do you got? Okay.
1: Um, I gave some thought. One is Aaron Lilac Path because mm-hmm. I was going to say that for you. Mm -hmm. It's so good. I really only like it like from like March to like September Mm -hmm. because it feels so like new beginning, spring, like, you know, it's fresh. Let's open up the the closets, the windows, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I think it's such an optimistic scent and it it is so true to life. Um, If you like lilacs. It's so realistic, yeah. It's so realistic. And sometimes I think you don't even know if you like a lilac. And so you smell that and then you're like, oh, I love lilacs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's so great. Then I love Jo Malone Wood Sage and Sea Salt. It's mm-hmm. so good. Getting a big nod from Jen. It's, it's kind of, I don't want to say it's like a nothing scent. We don't have a
2: lot of crossover really, no. but that one we both have always. Yeah.
1: yeah. It mm-hmm. feels very, um, it's like, to me, it's like you me- you mentioned a grout fit. Like mm-hmm. it's cozy. It feels like a grout fit for me. Mm-hmm. But it also feels very it's not like a nothing, it's not a dumbed down scent. I think it's very like cinematic. It's very atmospheric. I
2: can mm. see. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to categorize too. It's like is this a woodsy, is it floral, is it fresh? Is it you know? Yeah. It's like
0: salty it's, and sagey. It's like air. It has an
2: oceaness kind of. without yeah. being aquatic. Yeah. Like it it it's got bites, yeah. but it's not challenging. Yeah. It's, yes.
1: I feel like it's the
2: it's the grassy dunes in front of the ocean, but like in a Cape Cod ocean, not like a tropical ocean. It's Cornwall, yeah.
1: Yeah, It's it's, it's, yeah, Cornwall. Yeah, it's it's Cornwall. It's yeah, it's 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 so atmospheric. I just love it. Um, It's so good. Never been to Cornwall, but yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. It's 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 just so freaking cool. So um, and what's interesting about that scent, just I I find cool, is that like it's such a success for them, Mm -hmm. but it's not like you know. Hampton, Hampton's, you know, weekend, you know, like mm-hmm. they've done such a cool job with it. Um, and then I think what we don't, what's missing from this trio is that like big boy F.U. scent, you know, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. we're missing the like.
2: Bring it, bring yeah. it for us. What's it going to be?
1: It's a weirdo, guys. It's a weirdo. Take us home. <laughs> and Nick Gutal. it's called Error er- Excuse. Jen, you were with me when I got it. Remember we did that Gouttel event like, you know, eight yes. billion years ago? Yes.
2: That's a lady perfume. It's a, la-
1: it, it's a lady. It's like a, I like, it's like a, it's like, uh, it smells like, can't even talk because I'm so excited about it. It's like, <laughs> it's like Chanel number 19. Ooh.
2: It's very, gl-
1: it's like very kind of mossy and glassy and like, it's very boom. You know, it's very like eighties. Mm-hmm.
2: She's it, it kicks
1: open the doors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I love it's gonna that. It's going to cling to your coat. Okay.
0: I know what you mean. Like fuzzy. You know what I mean? But like fresh. But like... Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. It has a zing. There's a zing too. It. Yeah. It's a big zing. It's like your... I don't want to say grandma walked through the door. But like your loudest aunt walked through the door.
0: Right. But you love her. <laughs> and it's like fun that she's finally arrived. Yes. Okay. Interesting. I haven't tried it. I love a fragrance that's like not easy to love. Like not... It's not to say, yeah, but like I like a fragrance where you you have to smell it and the fr- and then you have to process your feelings about it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you know
2: what? Lolita Lempicka is that for me? Yeah, I would never in a million years wear it, but I find myself when people are wearing it, I'm just like, oh, it's a thinker. I know. That's- What's going on here?
0: I remember like sophomore year of high school, I was best friends with this girl um, who wore Lolita Lempica and I loved it when she wore it. And then she like got cooler friends than me and like dropped me as a friend. So I will say I know somebody who was nice and then not nice who wore that fragrance.
2: So. I'll be like putting the whole Cinderella stepmother vibe on it because it does look like the pumpkin from Cinderella. I feel like we're imbuing or it with Or maybe that power. the people
0: that are attracted to it. I
2: think I, I, I think I subconsciously am remembering that now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, like you said, I mean, yeah, like people who... Who are that? Yeah, maybe they evil walk into the store sister. and they're like, mm-hmm, "It's a, I'm a little evil." It's an evil stepsister. <laughs> yeah,
0: perfume. definitely, definitely stepsister, and then not stepmother. Like it's definitely the quality of like. There's still girliness. Yeah, to it. yeah, there's a yeah, but but with that said, I always liked it when she wore it, and if people wear it, I do
1: objectively understand the appeal. Yeah,
0: but yeah, I it's I have a, m- a memory with that one too.
1: Yeah. Wait, is it okay? This is a funny topic. Wait, is it, wait is this, like it's your interview. Like, Let wait. me take over your podcast. <laughs> this is everything I wanted more. Wait, 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 can I just ask one question? Yeah. Just to on topic, and yeah. then I'll I'll give you back your time. Uh, is there like another like mean person? Sam. Ooh. Does fracas not do that for anybody? Fracas. I tried to wear fracas, and then I realized I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle it.
2: I, the gr- the women that I know that wear it are always over the top yeah, and then, and leaders in their field. And I don't know why I'm making that mean because it doesn't mean they're mean, but it's just, it's a bit, it's, it's big, big pants, big, big pant- girl pants. Yeah,
1: yeah Madonna, Iman, Rose McGowan, all for car wearers.
2: Okay. Interesting. But see, this is yeah. like big bitch energy in a good way, right. you know, like what's the it's BDE, potent. but of yeah. women? <laughs> like, um, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Big the, vagina energy is not what I'm trying to big say.
0: B-P-E, big projection energy?
2: <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We're all in the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We get yeah. it. Okay. So not gonna I gonna get can cancel stop cancel talking you. now. You're
0: not going to get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> big vagina energy. This is big badge energy right here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is a, this we're going to form a new pod with the three of us. Uh, yeah, okay. big
0: badge energy. The three of us. I love it. Okay, let's launch that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm trying to – I think a a note that is – that could be, like, mean, I think musk sometimes has, like, a mean smell to it. I think sometimes it's super comforting, but certain – maybe there's, like, a La or a Byredo scent that's, like, mean that I'm not, like, thinking of right now. Maybe Tay Noir 29, though I will say I actually – I like that fragrance. There's something about it that's very icy to me. I don't know that fragrance. I've got to go sniff now. I think that could be – but I – I also like it a lot and I know nice people who wear it, but in, in the theme of what we're talking about, I could see how yeah. it could be perceived as mean. Okay. Do you have a, do you have a thought
1: of about that? I've done a million of these stories. Um, I think anyone who's worked in beauty has or has had to like write these like, you know, what fragrances are comforting? Yeah. Which ones are, you know, like, which ones like turn him on or whatever, like over the right. past, you know, yeah. um, umpteen years. And the, you know, Dr. Rachel hers will always give you the same one. It's not about, you know, there's nothing in the like m- molecular makeup. It's about mm-hmm. association. Mm-hmm. So I don't, that's kind of what I'm wondering mm-hmm. if there's like yeah. repeat
2: offenders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all learned. You were not born with any of that.
1: <laughs> I remember <laughs> this crazy stuff.
2: Like- no, I remember this, this study about like babies and they would smell uh, poop or bananas and equally response to both because they don't know yet yeah. that like poop is not a good smell, you know? So Yeah. It's also like one of the only Watch smells Watch me take it to a
0: scientific not romantic place, sorry guys. <laughs> I actually just had a guest on the podcast who was talking about pheromones and they he was saying that the human sex pheromone is literally a myth. The closest that they've come um to discovering that is like apparently a mother's nipple. I'm repeating what he said. A mother's nipple right after she's given birth. And that otherwise, the pheromones like androstenone and um, copulin that you'll see in these like pheromone oils are pig pheromones. So, interesting. That's some literal food for thought or not, you know, depending if you interesting. eat bacon. I don't know. So, jury is out. I don't know. Though Agent Provocateur did provide me with a little success. So, in terms of like seducing,
2: right? Please see Fat Mascara episode. 361 and you'll get that story 361 that is incredible that's amazing (laughs) almost at
0: 365 which is how many days are in a year we're getting wow oh my god a fat mascara a day wow okay this is me digressing you guys have been in the industry for a while what has been the biggest change that you've seen in the fragrance industry in terms of like trends or just different directions of where it's headed since you
2: started for me, I think when I started, it was the big fashion houses were running the perfume game, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the Michael Kors, the Marc Jacobs, just, and we all know that the, they don't make the fragrance, they license their name out, but that was the licensing game for fashion houses. Then came the celebrity ones. We all know that. And like the late early aughts and then the rise of the indies, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and then along the way, that's like the big industry trends. Along the way, there've been those note trends like the Ood of five years mm-hmm. ago um, or You were saying pear, and it's weird. I've been seeing a lot of pear lately. It's coming back. It it follows, there's like always with the food trends, they make their way into perfume and you see them come and go. And it just, yeah, for some reason, the freaking frody florals will not die. It's just like the go-to safe space of big perfume. Mm -hmm. Like that was capitalized and trademarked, you know, like big perfume, Mm -hmm. the perfume Mm -hmm. industry, I don't know. Um, But those are some of the trends I've seen. Mm
1: -hmm. No, I'd echo that. I think, you know, um, it used to be, the big launches were from the big brands and that mm-hmm. was sort of the end of the story. And then I think it really kind of turned with La Labo um, and everyone getting excited about Sental and like, mm-hmm. what is that? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you saw brands like Lauder by, you know, Killian, La Labo, Mall. And now there's a lot of excitement, I think equal excitement around those kind of brands, mm-hmm. at least with people who are really into, you know, beauty.
0: Okay, let's play kill fuck marry with Santal thirty three, Baccarat Rouge five forty, mm-hmm. love don't be shy, and you have to say why.
2: I want to marry the Lalabo because I still, you know, not because they chose it, but just because that's a smell I think I could take the the most of. Okay, and I'll I'll fuck the Baccarat and I'll kill the ki- the kill,
1: kill the kill, the love. Okay,
2: kill the Killian. Yeah. yeah,
1: all right. Um, okay, kill the Santal because I've just I, I that doesn't work on me. Okay. Um. F the Baccarat,
2: mm-hmm. I guess. Oh, same. Okay, we're in the same. Thing. And
1: then um, marry the Killian, because I love his fragrances. Okay,
0: beautiful. Well, it looks like you guys are going to have a promiscuous night together, so enjoy. <laughs> I
2: have a bottle of that, actually, right here. <laughs> of, of which one? Fun game, Emma. Um, thank you. I, of the Baccarat. You know, it was
0: off the cuff, Jen. I just thought of this just now as you guys were and I talking. like it.
2: Maybe I'll spray this and get laid tonight.
0: Yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay. Let us know if you do. Okay. Have you guys ever recommended a fragrance, whether you wrote about it or talked about it or spoke about it, that, like, you just had a change of heart on and you're like, why did I ever like this? Or one you hated that you now love?
1: Um, I think for me that happens all the time. I think, like, there are fragrances that I love that I'm like, now I'm like, oof, like, I just can't smell that anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. just... It's like fashion, like, right.
2: ooh, like, I can't believe that was like, a, I thought that was a cute look.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Well, for me, though, they have such, a, I always have such a time period associated with each of these fragrances, Yeah. so I never get tired of them, but they will bring me back to that time period, and if it happened to be a not good time period in my life, then maybe I don't want to be brought back there right. in that moment, right. you know what I mean? And as for recommending stuff, like, I think it's just a big part of working in the beauty industry Everybody wants newness, like whatever's new and you have to write about it if it's mm-hmm. new. And sometimes I'm writing a story about something that's new, not because I think it's the greatest fragrance, but just because there's an interesting story behind mm-hmm. it or it's the hot new thing this season mm-hmm. and it might not be my cup of tea. So going like, yeah, then I don't necessarily want people to keep buying those if they weren't into them themselves. right?
0: Well, I think, I think you bring up a really good point about like how so much of it is about like where you were in your life when you wore it or when you smelled it. And I want to segue into some personal scent stories for you guys. What what are your strongest scent memories?
2: Cigarettes. <laughs> I mean, my mom was a smoker mm-hmm. growing up. My grandmother was a smoker, and when I met my husband, he was a smoker, and he knew it, he thought it was gross, and he was always trying to. And I was like, you don't understand. Like, it's not a turn off. Like, weirdly, I want it to be turn off because it's so unhealthy. Mm-hmm. But the smell of cigarette cigarettes is very comforting to mm-hmm. me. Cold outdoor cigarettes, by the way, not like a stuffy room. Actually, even that, I walked into a, a shop the other day and it, clearly the, someone in there smoked and it just reminded me of my grandmom's house. Yeah. Mm. And like, I loved that. And, I, and just being transported back there was just actually beautiful.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean.
2: What's one of your memory scents? Oh.
1: I mean, are we talking about fragrance or are we just talking about like-
0: Anything. Just oh, like, just yeah, yeah no, scents. just like a, a something that like you just remember the smell of really well. I guess
1: like, you know, being- in, you know, I I don't live in like a house anymore, but like, you know, I would like come home mm-hmm. and it would just be you would smell like the air, like the cold air like you'd get like out of the car, or out of the house, and there was like woods around mm-hmm. and just this, the that cold, cold air mixed with like woods and the leaves that were like decaying on the ground. Yeah, and there's that it, that it's like that mixture that feels so clean, but then plus that earth is so beautiful and I just you don't I don't smell it I don't live like in New York anymore but Mm -hmm. I also don't live in like the country Mm -hmm. so I just don't have the opportunity to smell that anymore so whenever I do get hit with that which is like super rarely it's like oh my god like I feel like I'm Mm -hmm. you know 12 years old or five years old It's really nice. Where did you grow up? In New Jersey you know but just like yeah like in the suburbs, but there were so many, you know, trees around and it just felt so clean. Feel like you breathed in, you like breathed in. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's like cleaning you out. Yeah. It was so nice. And if someone was like making a fire, whether it was inside, you know, my house or like down the road. Oh, oh you had a
2: fireplace growing up. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. And I, you don't smell that a lot in New York you don't. City. It's no. so rare and it's
0: such a good smell. Oh my God.
1: Yeah. So these are just like little things I didn't know. When i I mean, like anything like at the time, you didn't know like that you would not have it later on. So, right. What about
0: you, Jen? Where did you grow up and what did that smell like?
2: Um, the suburbs of Philadelphia and also with lots of trees around and a fireplace. And it's funny, I think we're also just that time of year that we're recording this in December, Mm -hmm. like that's the, you know, it's on the top of the mind. It just is a very homey smell for this time of year. If you talk to me in the summer. I would probably say the cedar closets, and Ooh. we used to we used to go once week a year to North Carolina, the Outer Banks. So nice. And the smell I associate is all those vacation homes had these cedar closets, I guess, because you know they weren't used half of half right, of the year. Right. And that smell of cedar just makes me think of like summer vacation. Mm-hmm. You know, both would though. Now that I'm thinking about it.
0: Yeah, I, give me the smell of a bonfire literally any day of my life. It's I think there's like nothing better. Yeah. Is there anything you guys have ever smelled that's just disgusting to you, be it
2: fragrance or a smell? I will tell you, stargazer lilies, lilies in general, I get a visceral response. Oh, wow. It feels like a million – this happens to me with a couple – some scents. Mm-hmm. I get a physical sensation, and that is one of them where it feels like a million pinpricks on my oh skin. My I can't even describe it. I – it is so puts me off so bad and it's horrible. And the first flower my, my husband ever got me were stargazer lilies Ooh. and I did not have the heart to tell him and I had I put them all the way on the other side of the apartment. Yeah. Like whatever. <laughs> and I don't know when I told him very soon after because I was like, oh, he's like a flower giver. I better let him know. Do not bring stargazer yeah. lilies. So now even if we're somewhere and he sees them, he like puts them oh away because he knows how much I hate. it. I, it's not even the smell that the smell is very heady yeah. and funeral-like to me. Maybe I smell them at a funeral but it's the sensation on my skin i cannot just it's so weird
0: wow okay noted gonna cancel the order i was about to send
2: (laughs) yeah i know they're but they're like a very common like bouquet they are yeah they really because they look beautiful and they're you know not expensive but what about you jess um what do i not like
1: i mean i I guess like all the basics i don't know if i have something particularly quirky uh,
2: yeah i think i'm gonna underwhelm you here um Vompoo, you know. Vompoo pee. Vompoo pee. Fart.
0: <laughs> Big badge energy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Stop making it happen.
0: Okay, so you guys had a final segment of, of your show and your episode that you decided to switch up today, and I am going to switch mine up as well. Uh-uh. I usually end every episode with a rapid scent association game called What's That Smell? Mmm, what's that but in the spirit of the holidays, and since you guys are so well-versed in different fragrances, I thought it would be fun to do, like, rapid-fire gift guide for different people in your life.
1: Mm, what's that gift? gift?
0: But I'll just, like, name, like, a sibling, a friend, a parent, whatever. And you can tell me what you would gift that person and why you would pick it for them. And it could be personal oh to God. you. Like, it could be, like, your mother because your mother likes this or something like that.
1: Let's hope I have the brain power for this. Okay. Well, don't worry. We're, we're only going to do like it sounds three. hard. Okay.
0: okay. It's hard, yeah. but how rewarding at the end of the day. Okay. <laughs> okay. First up, Jessica, what would you gift either of your parents? Tell us a sentence about whichever one you're giving a, a fragrance gift and
1: what you would give them. My mother has always worn Obsession, mm-hmm. but I don't think she's worn it. Like, I think that was like her go-to like for like the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm probably part of the 2000s, and I would love – I'm making this up. This is an imaginary gift. Okay. I would get her some, like – I'm sure they still make it, but I would get her some kind of, like, super collectible engraved, like, fancy pants version that has something special engraved in it because, like, that was, like, the go-to gift for her. So it would be kind of like a little bit of a gag gift. Mm-hmm. But it would also like be like super special and personal. That's beautiful. Yeah. And what about you, Jen? Either
0: parent.
2: Oh, I'll gift my mom Innis. If you've ever been to like any cute little town where there's like a gift shop, they sell this like Irish. It's actually if you've ever been to Ireland, it's Innis. It's like the sea breeze scent, and it's it's got like mom bathroom energy all over it. (laughs) Like it's like a you you know what I mean? Like there's a cream. There's a powder (laughs) version. It's it's actually a great gift. It's, It's just so fresh mm-hmm. and like you know people like it but like it makes me think of my mom and like she loves a collectible and mm-hmm. crafties. like it looks like a freaking museum in our house it's like there's weird dolls we have a, a lifestyle Albert Einstein mannequin there's a carousel horse it's like <laughs> a horror movie oh but my love mom, but <laughs> wait because are like at night I, does this stuff come alive there's a lot of <laughs> like, it's like grandpa's magical toys and there's baskets with things and plants and just and Innis has that like clean up energy mm-hmm. vibe of a like a crafty home of a person who likes collectibles. Yeah, I love it. A, a good collectible. <laughs> okay, um, what would you gift your spouses? Oh God,
0: that's
1: really hard. I would get my husband. These are all like fantasy gifts, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, my husband is a very serious fragrance fanatic. He has like probably just as many as I do because of his line of work. He's in the beauty industry. Mm-hmm. He gets some of my mailings and stuff, too, if they send colognes. So I would get him, like, a really beautiful, like, storage case for his fragrances because right now they're just all over his dresser, and they just look like dominoes ready to fall. So thoughtful. I love that. Yeah, it would be, like, a really nice, like, a a man's case. Fragrance, but for men. I have to grab something, and then I'll be able
2: to answer because I need a visual.
1: okay. But, yeah, they, like, right now, like, you can't, like, because they're all in a row. Yeah. You know what I mean? it yeah, needs a display.
2: Yeah. This scent is so good, and my husband wears it, <laughs> and it's the best fragrance. But look at this bottle. This is the Brioni fragrance. Oh, my God! First of all, Brioni suits. He's, like, a very casual yeah. guy. It's weird. And it comes in this ridiculous brick. Sha- this thing weighs four pounds. Oh, my God. It smells so good. Smells what is like it called? Brioni? shaving. Brioni. Um, I think it's their signature fragrance, and that's like a fancy suit company. It smells like pencil shavings and cognac and musk with a little woody. But I would put it, I would make a cooler bottle for it. Like a cool, he's much more like a Swedish, yeah, like a Swedish design, like the Byredo kind of vibe of a bottle, you know, simple. Put it in a nice, simple black and white, give him a a sans serif font, you (laughs) know. okay. Instead of this <laughs> hunk of thing that looks like... That's really funny, Jen. If I threw this at you, you would be in the hospital. <laughs> like it is of cinder block. Oh my that God. looks actually really scary. Yeah. But it smells so good. So I want to I have a new bottle made for it. For wow.
0: Me. Okay. That's a nice gift.
2: That's a great gift. You guys are both
0: give, gifting fragrance adjacent gifts to your spouses. Okay. The final question is, and think really
1: hard. I need a, we need a great reason
0: why. What perfume would you gift each other?
1: Oh, this is too tough. This is too tough. This is too tough. This is too tough. I'm sorry, this is too I, tough. No,
2: I would like to give. <laughs> okay, you know how, you know how Gerlan has that whole adjacent line. That's like there's the ginger one, the pine. Like they're like single, yeah, yeah, the note, pull yes. Up, yes. but like mm-hmm. done up. Mm-hmm. I want to gift Jess like a piano of them, oh, like, a, like a, like a, like sh- a, like the wall shelf. So she could just like go like, and one day try this one. I think there's must be like 20 or 30 of them. Yeah. How many Guerlain, fr- you know? And they're so pretty to, to me, they're very glamorous, like Jess, but delicate filigree gold, mm-hmm. not like over the top glamour, just like a femininity about them. But, and the sense themselves, it's Guerlain, right. like, come right. on. It, like, yeah, that's I love the, it the height of, I'm like of actually good having perfumery. Like a attack
1: because like this is like... No, but
2: I actually, I'm I'm, I'm not, I cheated a little because I looked down and I saw one of the bottles and I, it does give me Jess vibes because you know how you like little gold fil- I like, little, like your jewelry. Yeah, like little
1: filigree shits.
2: <laughs> no, but also like a rose gold vibe. She's very, she's very fashionable and feminine that way. Yeah. But, yeah. but
1: I literally, I'm telling you when I say I have not worn like, would you say anything I, all soft closures and like I just have been I've been slumping. I want to give time. you
2: choices too, Jess. So I wanted, and I could see them lined up. Like if you had a nice big space to put them in, because they have a little bit different rainbow color to the juices. I'm buying time here while you think. Of okay, me I, that, know, I know. <laughs> she's
1: like, tell. I feel like she's like on She <laughs> and like the other host hasn't shown up. She's uh-huh, like, uh-huh, I mean, okay. Uh-huh. I would gift Jen something for. She's Jen's about her home. Mm-hmm. I think Jen is about her space. Mm-hmm. Her space has to be just right. Not like in a psycho way, but like. She just innately knows like that her space, she's in control for space. It's not like a panicky energy about her space. It's just in command for space. Mm -hmm. And I think I would have her sit with like Jerome Epinette or some kind of, you know, incredible, you know, perfumer. And they would work on a space and a custom scent for her home, like custom candles for her home. You guys are (sighs) the best friends ever. (laughs) It's so me. It's so perfect. It's perfect, right? Custom candles or like or diff- or diffusers, whatever the fuck she wants. From my okay. Home. Yeah, oh and my it's God. just and nobody knows what it is. Yeah. Maybe she and Eric have a secret like word, whatever crazy just language between them. They're mm-hmm. <laughs> a code word for their scent. Mm-hmm. And that's that's how they roll. Beautiful. Maybe it's in their
2: car too. I don't know. It's my zip code to bring it full circle. We'll do like yeah, my zip code, yeah. just like the grass zip code that we started yeah, out with, yeah. with that fragrance. I like yeah. it. Oh, thank you. I love that. You're Thanks. welcome. You're welcome. That was pretty good
1: for on the fly. Was, right? Both of you. So it I'm took me so, so impressed. A I, I, thank you. I have the gift
0: of hearing your gifts, which is the the gift mm-hmm. of all gifts. Um, it's been such yeah. a joy to have you guys on the podcast. I, like people listening, you don't know this, but you do know this. But we've been talking for two hours and I could have done it for 15 more. Oh, yeah. Like, I know. 100%. Best time ever. Yes, I'm sure everybody who listens to this podcast already follows Fat Mascara, but where can people follow you guys? At Fat Mascara. That's our handle everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And the podcast is like wherever you listen to podcasts. Wherever you listen to podcasts. My episode on Fat Mascara came out this past Friday, and if you haven't listened to it, you must. We loved having it. I loved being on it. Thank you guys so much. Perfumer was edited by Wyatt Peake, music is by Max Vernon, and illustrations are by Israel Rodriguez.